Shalom Aleichem Raboisai, this is Rabbi Falk speaking to you again from Telstone in Eretz Yisrael on the Nevetzion podcast. This week's parsha is Matos Masai. We're going to make a seum this week on Sefer Bamidbar. It's very, very interesting when we go to Shul and we daven, we say Shmon Esrei. So before we start our Shmon Esrei, we always introduce the Shmon Esrei with a short little thing. Hashem Sifosai Tiftach before we open our mouths and daven to Hashem in the Shman Esrei, we ask Hashem, please Hashem, open my lips and allow my mouth to say your praises. What is the shot in this request that we make before Shman Esrei? Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim Kinevsky says that the shot is we, our mouths are an extremely, extremely powerful tool and weapon. And they have tremendous, tremendous power. But in order for them to be so powerful, they have to be clean. They have to be pure. And we ask a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we use our mouths for so many things during the day. And Chas Shalom, we do bad things with, or we say bad things with our mouth. We're not honest, we're not straight. We may say, we may speak Lasharar with our mouth. So Reb Chaim says, how can I take that mouth and then turn to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and daven to him with that same mouth that I did things that were not proper. So we ask a Kaddish Baruch Hu, please, even though we might have done something improper with our mouths, but we ask a Kaddish Baruch Hu, please, help us open up our mouth and allow us, you open our mouth for us, and allow us to praise you and to daven to you. In this week's Parsha, in Parsha's Matos, the Pasuk says, when it talks about making oaths in the Dorim, it says, Lo yachel devoro. You should not desecrate your words. Whatever you say, whatever comes out of your mouth, you should do. You should always keep your word. The, the Mepharshim asks, what does it mean, Lo yachel devoro? Lecharit should say, you, you shouldn't lie, Right? What is lo yachol devaro? So the pshat is that we're not just saying you shouldn't lie, but you shouldn't be mechalol your words. You shouldn't be mechalol your mouth. You shouldn't desecrate your mouth. Everything that comes out of your mouth, you should do. Everything that comes out of your mouth should be good. You should always keep your word. I want to tell you a meridik this is a Misa that happened to someone who lives in Telstone. His name is Mr. David. And he had a Meredith Misa with the Manchester Tzaddik. Um, in England, there lived a young man, and his name was Mr. David. And he held a very important position in a bank. The young man and his wife, they dreamt of moving to Eretz Yisrael, making Aliyah. But they couldn't do it because they had there was some illness. They had a son who was sick. And they weren't able at that time to make Aliyah. So Mr. David started working. He accepted a position in one of the banks where he lived. And he uh, he was very successful. He became the manager of the bank, right? And he was moving up and he was very, very successful. But as time came, he really wanted to come to Eretz Yisro and the, the uh, 
a child who was sick, recovered from the illness, and he decided, look, I want to move to Eretz Yisrael. The young man's father, Mr. David's father, wasn't sure that he should move to Eretz Yisrael. And the young man's father was a Talmud of the great Manchester Tzadik, Rebuta Zev Siegel. So the father of Mr. David told him, I don't want you to go to Eretz Yisrael without first seeking counsel and speaking to the Manchester Tzadik, to the Rosh Hashiva. Fine. So Mr. David made an appointment. He went to speak to the Manchester Tzadik and he told the Manchester Tzadik he has this opportunity. His bank that he was working for in England has has a branch in Eretz Yisrael. It's, it's really based in Eretz Yisrael. So, and they offered him a position in in, uh, in one of the branches in Israel and he wants to move to Eretz Yisrael. So the, the Manchester Tzadik said to him, I want to ask you a question first. If you move to Eretz Yisrael, Will you study Torah every single day? So Mr. David said, um, yeah, I, I, I intend to. The Rashid said, I didn't ask you whether you intend to. I asked you if you will study every day. So after a bit of a hesitation, Mr. David said back, yes, I, I will study every day. I'll make a harusan. I will learn every single day. The Manchester said, Tzadik said, if that's so, then I give you my blessing. And if you do that, you will be successful in Eretz Yisrael. And Mr. David then moved to Eretz Yisrael. His bank arranged for him to be transferred to an Israeli branch, and he moved to Eretz Yisrael in August of 1993. A few days after he arrived in Eretz Yisrael, he rented a car, and he had, a, he had an accident, and there was a lot of damage to his car, the car that he had rented. And when he went back to the, the car rental, they told him they're very sorry, but he's not insured and that he would have to pay for the damages out of his pocket. And he was like, it's crazy, I took it, I thought I took insurance. And they tell him, look, you're going to have to pay for it. Now, he had made up with the bank that as soon as he would come, he would have a position. He was transferring to a position in the bank. And he was supposed to be um, placed on the payroll of the bank already in September, right? He came in August, right? The, the next month he was supposed to already be getting a salary. Now, Things happened and the bank said, no, we don't, we're not sure we have a job for you. And they started pushing him off. And it was a couple months that he did not have his job. And they weren't even sure if he has a job and he wasn't getting paid. And he, the guy, he's going, he's, he, you know, he's going nuts. He doesn't know what to do. Now, he realized, he said, after some reflection, he said to himself, you know, I came to Eretzisroel to grow spiritually. But since arriving here, I've been so busy, I I haven't even set up a kabrusa. I haven't learned at all. It had been a couple months already. So he called up a friend, and he asked his friend if he knew maybe of a kabrusa that he could learn with. The guy, his friend tells him, you know what, I have somebody in mind, let me call him up and check. He calls him up, the friend gets back to Mr. David, and he tells him, you know what, I spoke to the guy, it's mom's great, give him a call. Make arrangements. Mr. David immediately called up this future Chabrusa, and they made up to start learning that day after Marif, that night. Now, he's having terrible problems. He doesn't have a job. He's owed back pay for three months. He's dealing with Israelis. It's crazy. There's all this, there's, you know, all this, you know, all, all, all kinds of hassles dealing with him. He does, he's not, he has no money now. He's, you know, he's really, 
He's, he's stretched very, very tight. And he's got this whole Pasha with this crazy car where they're telling him that he has to pay for the car because he wasn't really fully insured. He doesn't know what to do. He puts down the phone from setting up this Chavrusa. And his phone rings. As soon as the phone rings, right, he picks it up. And it's the bank management calling to apologize for not having paid him his salary until now. They say they don't understand. It's really crazy. They they they, they apologize. They don't know how, how such a thing happened. But they're going to pay him all the back months. It's going to be put into his bank account right away. As soon as he hangs up that phone, the phone rings again. And this time, it's the bank personnel department apologizing to him for all the postponements that he didn't have his job and that he was started training tomorrow and they're, they're so sorry and please come in tomorrow and you're taken care of. He puts down the phone again and it rings again a third time. It's the insur- It's the, uh, the car rental. And on the third phone call, the company tells him, the insurance company who's who's working with the car rental, they tell him after reviewing your case, they've decided that his car rental wasn't really, it was in fact covered by insurance and therefore he would not need to pay anything. As soon as he kept his word, as soon as he made up that chavrusa that night, all of the tsarists that he was having, no job, not being paid salary, the problem with his car rental, it all fell into place. Raboisai lo yachil devaro. Don't desecrate our words, our mouth. Our mouths are holy. What comes out of our mouth, we have to keep. We have to keep our mouths holy. The tefillah that we mispala when our mouths are clean is so much more powerful than if chas all of our mouths are dirty. We ask Hashem, Hashem, Sevosai Tiftach. Kodesh Baruch help us open our mouths. But we have to keep our mouths clean too. Rabbi Sai, Lo Yachol Devarai.